Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Barniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Eri Fiend coming out. You stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take a bump for you. She's going to bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello, hello, and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rab Florence. Rab Florence for up in North Glasgow. And uh, sitting opposite me is the wonderful, he's a pro wrestler, by the way. He's a wrestler, Tay. His name's Gredo. All right, you all right. How are you doing, Gredo? You all right? Have you caught coronavirus yet? No, but I'm very worried about it. Gredo is actually on a serious downer here. He's staring into the abyss. He is having an existential crisis. He is worried about coronavirus. I just went and read a, listened to a podcast last night. A guy on Joe Rogan says there's going to be 400,000 deaths. Um, and where, where, where? America. All over the world. All over the world. So more than that, mate. More than that. Well, see, there it makes me even more scared. My father's gone to Thailand in two weeks. He's over sixty. He's not in the best of health. I, first of all, I don't know. I don't want to know why he's gone earlier. He's been there six times in the last year. <laughs> has he? Aye, has he keeps going there, man. I don't want to know what he does. Will we have? Will we come up with some theories live on the show? Preferably no. <laughs> but um, what did you judge that? You're saying he's your sixty. He was born in 1958. So what's that? 62. 62. 62. And he's always no well. It's not. He's no. He's always no well. But he's always there's always something wrong with him. I says you can't be going to Thailand. And he said, Well, if I die there, I'll die happy. So that gives you a. That's a clue, isn't it? That's a clue. That's a fucking clue, right there. Are you scared about it? Am I scared about coronavirus? Uh, you know, I'm kind of hoping that I would be all right. Um, you know, I'm only 42. I'm not that old. I've never smoked in my life or anything like that. Well, so hopefully my lungs are in good shape. You, I mean, you vape constantly. I need to apologise. I, I don't... It's not that I don't listen to the podcast, but I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> and when I was driving to... Uh, Guruk to get the the boat to the noon on Friday night. I was listening to. I wanted to hear my tell my my story about Wrestlers Court, and it pissed me off. Listening to them at times, so I heard. Let's hear it. Let's hear the noise. He's going to do a vape. Here we go. So I'm disgusted <laughs> that, uh, myself, and I apologise to every listener that's ever had to sit through that shite. It's so disrespectful. I, you know, if I was listening to a podcast with somebody chowing chuggy or. <laughs> I'm doing that now. I'm, I'm kidding. On that was the first thing that popped in my head. It's not annoying me. Listen, you need to. Um, the only thing you need to apologise to is the coronavirus itself, mate. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Because the coronavirus wants a challenge. Aye. You know what I mean? It wants a challenge when it hits your lungs, mate. It's just fucking walking right in. No problem. Uh, see, I think that you shouldn't say that. I'm only joking, mate. No, I, no, right. because mate, you're I a think, big strong wrestler. No, mate, I think I'm going to die for it. No, you're a big. <laughs> You are a big, strong wrestler. There's no way it's but, going to take you out, mate. you know... And you're young. I, you're I a young guy. No. Nah. Let's move on. Don't worry about coronavirus, everybody. Well, I'm a... Take it serious. What I'm worried about is two doors down filming in June. Could that be affected? 
It could be. How I've, I've got a wedding in June. I thought that. That could be affected as well. <laughs> two two doors down, nobody's going to miss it, mate, if they delay it for a wee bit, are they? Nobody's going to miss is, is there all people involved in two doors? Elaine C. Smith, she's a fucking goner. She's no chance she's surviving this. No chance Elaine C. Smith is surviving this. <laughs> Jonathan Watson? Jonathan Watson could survive anything. Alec Norton. Jonathan Watson could survive an encounter with Brock Lesnar. Uh, Alec Norton. Fucking no chance, man. No chance. So you, you'll be the fucking main character in Two Doors Down by the time this virus moves through. <laughs> I'm only joking. Everybody That's will be funny. fine. Everybody That's will be funny. fine. That's funny. Well, welcome, everybody. Have you been doing some wrestling? Have you been doing any wrestling? Oh, I wrestled on Saturday night in Kalil. Let me tell you something, right? You know how you're not supposed to uh, shake anybody's horns? We came in the day to do the podcast and we're all elbow to elbow with each other. You're fucking grappling with somebody's naked, sweaty body every fucking I know. weekend. So I know. how are you meant to avoid the virus? Aye, that's true. There should probably be a swab before, the, you know, at the, at the Titantron. Like, uh, like before a porn, though, you need to bring in your, you uh, need to prove you're clean. Just a wee swab just before your entrance music hits. And if you, if you, if you, if you become positive, then the other, you know, you're disqualified for the match and then another guy wins. That's probably, I can actually, I wonder if I could use that as a storyline on Saturday. Of course you could. You should, mate, use it as a storyline. Definitely. Uh, the winner of this match due to... Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> Um, and you've got, of course, your show this weekend. Oh, please come to my show on Saturday because it's going to be good. And the balcony is open, so this, we've, got, we've had the highest pre-sale for, for a show. It's got to be good. There's got to be some surprises. There's going to be some great high-flying action. No for me. No for you. You're not doing that. I might get up the tap rope. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to try and come along and see it because I cannot wait to see Adam Max dead. Right, so... <laughs> Let's move to some correspondence for the last episode. Uh, what for your he... information, Adam Max said, can he make Saturday? No, so just, that's false advertising. But uh, there you go. Thanks to Westy and Colin, who all the weekend sent us pictures of chips, cheese and donor meat after living the gimmick. Do you know what? I could go that right now. Can we see Can we see the picture? Uh, so I, so that what... is a big fucking cock tease right now. We're now looking at a picture of chips, cheese and donor meat, and it looks fucking crap, by the way. It See, looks cracking. I don't know if this is an issue, but I'm beginning to hate during the day. I don't like during the day. I like night. And right now I'm sitting here. It's, <laughs> what, it's you, you mean just the day in general? I, I don't like days. Right. I prefer nights. And I'm just looking at that right now, and I just wish it was nighttime, sitting with chips, cheese, and donut meat, you'd order that? watching wrestling. And I've just got to think, I've got hundreds of stuff to do today. And I just, oh. um, after Rab cut a promo on Alistair Black last week, Ryan asks, what's the backstory with Alistair Black? <laughs> he seems to try to portray himself as a stand-up guy, but I take it that's not the case. Well, it's just it's just comedy, mate. You, you need to um, you need to put yourself into a different mind space. Don't try and look for fucking dirt on people. We're no the dirt sheets. We're no the dirt sheets. We are actually in with the boys. We are in the wrestling fraternity. So don't fucking try and get dirt out of us, all right? Welcome to another edition of the RF Video Shoot Interview Series. Today we're joined by none other than Rab Florence. First of all, Rab, what's the heat with Alistair Black? No, oh, fucking Alistair Black. Let me tell you something about that piece of shit. <laughs> They fucking videos, man. Used to, they were brilliant, man. They, 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 yeah. they started coming out. Fuck me. Are you talking about getting food in? I used to get food in and sit and watch like two hours of day fucking shoots. I know, man. <laughs> Mate, I honestly, like, you think, obviously, podcasts have now killed the shoot interview uh-huh. business. A question for Brian about Michael Barrymore for Grado. <laughs> After last, last week's revelation that Michael and Grado are Twitter friends and share recipes. Can you remember what the sausage casserole was? Can I, you remember the details? Well, do you know what? I went into looking at my DMs to find the exact uh, recipe, but it, it, I think after a couple of years it must clear. Because it was a couple of years ago, but um, there was definitely red wine involved mm. in the casserole. You can wrestle. You can act. 
Right. You can do stand-up comedy. Well. You can promote shows. Right. You can do podcasts. You can cook. Right. Fucking hell. You can do fire engine fucking stuff. Send know, fire engines out. I know. And all this is going to be absolutely torn apart by COVID-19. <laughs> hey, COVID 19's a brilliant name for a faction, isn't it? Or in a wrestling. finisher. COVID 19. I call the COVID 19. It fucking is. It's a COVID 19 one. Oh my God. Somebody's going to get that as a finisher, right? COVID 19. Uh, Cyrus the virus. Because that's what, like, in the well of DDT came for, wasn't it? It was like came for the pesticide. Is you know that? what I mean? Aye. That's why DDT is called DDT, is because it's named after the chemical DDT. Aye. Seriously. Aye, that's what I thought. No, 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 no. No, the reason why DDT is called DDT is for the DDT chemical that's in um, pesticides. Who took you that? Fucking Jake Snake Roberts told me. <laughs> speaking of Jake Snake. In every interview he's ever done. Speaking of Jake Snake, we'll talk about him now. Yeah. Well, before wow, we do man. that, if you just want to get in touch with us about any of that stuff, right, or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast, or just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us, old school style, wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. So uh, every week we like to separate the good for the bad, the wheat for the chaff, the coffee creams for the toffee delighties. Fucking toffee delighties? What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the hell are you doing, John? What is this script here, John? Toffee delighties. Toffee delighties. Toffee delighties. Is that your favourite right. biscuit? Aye. A toffee delighties. Do you want money to run to shop and buy hers and sweeties, lads? Mum, can I have a toffee delighty, please? <laughs> we talk about. You know what? Uh, you know what Bray Wyatt has? I toffee the red lighties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, let's talk about the good and bad of pro wrestling on Barry and Put Over. What do you want to put over, Grado? Oh, I know mate. what you want to put over, mate. Same Jesus as me. Jesus fucking hell. Last week, I went, um, I said, how did, how did it come about? I think I was talking to Shab at the Dark Order. He went, I went, I take it, it'll be Matt Hardy that's going to be involved. Is that? He went, did you see the video? I went, what video? Oh, my Lord. I, I mate, I... Just so many emotions watching that Matt Hardy video it was absolutely amazing. It was like a film. It was like a journey. It was all the emotions. It was comedy. All packed into one. And see that that bit right at the end where he went, Bucks of Youth, I knew you'd come. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It was so good. It was pro wrestling at its finest. I had to reach out to Matthew Hardy. And I had to text him. And I had to say, Matt, you are a fucking genius. You have just made my morning. I was popping like a bitch in my house. Popping like a bitch. Matt Hardy As a genius. is for me <clears throat> one of the greatest minds there's ever been in the wrestling game, right? And I'm going I'm going way, way back even here to like V1 and all that stuff. Because that guy, that guy's differentiated himself, his brother in a big white and is always kind of thinking left a centre wise to get himself into positions of prominence, he's a fucking smart thinker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A really, really fucking smart thinker. He's always kept himself. I remember even, even when he was not even when he when he was on the Indies and stuff like that, right? He was always doing interesting stuff. It was people were always. I don't think there's ever been since the Hardy Boys appeared. I don't think there's been a period of time where people haven't been talking about Matt Hardy. Do you know what I mean? Exactly spot on. Remember the the, the deal with Edge. And it was a mm-hmm. real life story, mm-hmm. and they managed to put that in. I watched that uh, coming him the other night as well. You know when he he turned up on Raw, and, the, and he started shouting "Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor" in the mic. The guy is just a very, very talented, 
fucking guy. And if you talk about wrestling being an art form, and all that, he's got he's got to have a claim for being. He's definitely a guy who has a kind of fucking art edge to everything right. he does. Right. Everything he does. Right. There's so much interesting stuff. To, I, I mean, I also want to put. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, since you chose that as your choice, my choice has got to be uh, Jake Roberts's perfect promo. There's a number of things I like about it, right? One Apart of the, his hair. One of the main... Oh, I liked his hair, that undercut he had in one side of his thing, mate. I liked that. But it was the dye job. It was, you know, he looked like somebody called Isabel. He <laughs> <laughs> Mary Hill. Um, no, here's, here's the thing that struck me as well about Jake Roberts, and, and, it, and it often strikes me when I see guys for that era popping up. He's fucking huge. Oh, aye, you forget some of the height he's got. He's a fucking giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And you, you don't do. think you don't think of Jake Roberts as being a giant because you remember him as, um, as, as being one of the smaller guys. That's because everybody's wee now. For that era, you know what I mean? But he was in the fucking ring and you were thinking to yourself, I don't care what age this guy is, I feel as if if he fucking let loose on you, you'd be in fucking trouble. Aye. So it wasn't even just, even though he wasn't putting himself out as a physical threat, he still, he still carried that era fucking physical threat about him. You know what I mean? And just these voice. Oh man, and you that know. and that bit saying like, don't turn your back on anybody you fear or you respect, and then just fucking oh, turning his back so, and walking away. So just good. genius, isn't it? It was <laughs> Billy for the Scottish Wrestling Network. Wants to put old Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak for an excellent opener to Elimination Chamber. However, maybe yes, but I don't really want to see Bryan taking the bumps. Oh, that was a sore one. I oh, what happened? Taking big bumps on the back of the head and all that, and I don't really. But really that black edge. No, 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 just like big physical, it was a big physical match, you know what I mean? A big physical match with big uh, release German suplexes, Nora and, you know, and Brian. Nice, he's watch, man. Yeah, but he needs, I don't want, we don't need to see that for Brian now. Daniel Bryan, we all love you, we all know you're brilliant, you don't need to be doing that anymore. It's a bit like when Kurt was going through his, uh, his neck injuries around about the time of WrestleMania 19 and it was always horrible in the weeks leading up scene going, man, his neck's hanging, hanging on by a thread. Aye. Lucha House Party eh, <sighs> getting props eh, for being the highlight of the Smackdown Chamber and he wants to bury Undertaker's chokeslam it's looking crud at the moment uh, oh, come on I know I mean he's just getting that come on come Scott on. Kirkwood wants to put over Gulak and Brian just a good old fashioned wrestling match bury the Undertaker chokeslam is pish and he's getting a bit boring so hold on are we still <laughs> is this just the one chokeslam that we're still talking about for aye, Saudi Arabia aye. no no Was, it's not the Saudi Arabia one he did it again at a oh Chamber. right what did he do did he just come out and game it yeah, he appealed. Right, I need to see this joke, Sam, because everything's going on. It must have been Listen, a shit. No, no, it's no, right. no, I want to watch it. What are you tell me about it, eh? Have a look. <laughs> have a look if you want. I'll just say, by the way, you're picking up your phone every two minutes, and that's a good way to get coronavirus, because your phone will be manky. Scott Kirkwood says that uh, Undertaker's getting a bit boring, and as Rab said, the goth era is over. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go back to drinking Monster and hanging about the bandstand. <laughs> I'm going to make a prediction here. Fucking funny. I'm making a prediction, guys. At WrestleMania, it's going to be American Badass Undertaker oh, that comes out. No, oh no. Nah, it will be. See, see, if that happened, that would be the fucking best, mate. My prediction oh. is at WrestleMania, American Badass Undertaker. Oh, could you, right, could you imagine, right? He did come out as American Badass, but instead of rolling, rolling, he came out to, yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old time road. I'm going to. How great would that be? I'm going to take my horse to the old time road. I'm going to. If he came, and also, if you, you maybe he didn't come in on a motorbike, maybe he came in on Aye. a big fucking horse as well, man. Oh and my went god, that would be with class. American badass gear on, man. That'd be he man. always felt that Undertaker buried his gothic fucking gear when he started coming out with UFC gloves on. Mm -hmm. Where'd you get that in hell? Aye, why is a zombie, zombie wearing fucking Aye. MMA gear? <laughs> 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 and then uh, hopefully he shaved his head. 
Kieran Thomas wants to put over AJ Styles' promo, reminding us why he's the best at what he does. And he wants to bury people in Twitter's view of Shayna Baszler designed to dominate just like Lesnar at the Rumble. Shayna Baszler's a nice last year. I met her with, um, what's the other one called? The other, um... uh, I know the one you mean. Oh, the biggest one in the world. Ronda, Ronda Rousey? Aye, Ronda You've Rousey. met Ronda Rousey? Come on. You, you, I've not told you that story. No. Are you kidding me on? Are you kidding me on? Have you met fucking Ronda <clears throat> Rousey? I had a great night with Ronda Rousey. I what? had a great oh. night with Hurt, Ronda Rousey. Stop the presses. Stop the fucking presses. <clears throat> I had a great night with Ronda Rousey. I'll tell you this right now. Me and her bonded like fuck. And I'm no joking. Like, really, we did have a good night together. She was in AIW in Cleveland. And um, she was there to, I think Shayna was defending the women's champion. And after the show, we went out, and it was me, Cabana, um, the AIW promoters, uh, what's her name, Ronda, Ronda Rousey, and we went to like a Hooters type place, mm-hmm. and uh, I got full of the beer, and I just walked to her, and the first thing I did was I went, I got one of your chips, and she went, on you go, go ahead, and fucking start taking the chips, and I'm like that. Met the rocker for. She's like, ah, yes. And uh, I don't know if they've maybe had a relationship. I don't know if they want to say Who that. Who's in the rock? I, I think there might have been something back in the day. Anyway, she's, I was going on about, I was talking to her and I was like, what kind of guy he is and all that. And she went, she went, you know, what's the big deal about you asking about the rock? She says, you know, I've spent five minutes with you just now and I think you're a better person than the rock. You're a nicer man than oh, the rock. Fuck off. I swear to you. went in the fucking 40s. You're me gone. and her, me and her, we sat and we spoke, minute, we cuddled, up, we danced. You went up to one of the greatest sportswomen in the history, right? And took her chips. The history of fucking combat sports, right? One of the greatest competitors in the history of combat sports and started talking about fucking somebody else that wasn't in the room. You started talking about the fucking rock. Aye, well, I'm not really care about UFC. That's a Fuck's sake, here he is with him. Hey, and there's ones with my there's ones with my belly and all that because I started getting I started getting excited. We'll put this up on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. hold on. We'll stick this up on the the, hey, the Patreon page. Keep it on These pictures are Grado and Ronda hey, Rousey. I've never met. Oh, look at look at me making a laugh. See, right over there. Hold on, look there. She's gone. Look, look at look, look at there. We go. Look at my eye. She does look as if she likes you, right now. Mate, wait, wait. she she did really like me to the point where I don't want to be rude. I can't believe what's... I don't want to be rude, but other people were going, you and her really kicked the ass. You really kicked the ass. No. Was she single at the time? I wasn't single. But was she single at the time? I don't know. But she liked me. And I liked her. Get her on the show. She was a really, really lovely person. Listen, she told me that I was better than The Rock. Well, a lovely person, but maybe not the most honest person in the world. Um... <laughs> Stuart Lawson wants to put over Sami Zayn, finally getting the Intercontinental Championship at last. Well deserved. How's that new belt looking? It's looking all right, isn't it? You're getting the replica belts, Rob. I have a plastic um, <laughs> smoking skull belt. Stone yeah, Lawson smoking skull. For when you were young? I feel when I was a wee guy. I've still got it. No, hold on, mate. Let's hold on a minute. Let's just have a calculate this up. All that right. was out in 1999, right? You were a wee guy. Hold on. What age are you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just rewind here. Hold on. Smoking skull belt was out in 1999. What age were you in 1999? 20, 22. <laughs> Aye, you're a wee guy. Aye, well done. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell, mate. Fuck me. I will say, but... You know, what age were you? 
14. Oh, that's all right. So, I mean, I got away with that. Kinda, kinda. Stuart Lawson wants to bury... Still uh, a VL. It wasn't even a replica. It was just a wee plastic one. My smoking skull belt. belt. Um, Stuart Lawson wants to bury that Daniel Bryan spot at Elimination Chamber. Anybody else should be thinking, damn, that's a bad spot. Right. But with him, you're like, holy shit, is that motherfucker still alive? Come on, no. I need to. I need to check this. If I, if I was YouTube and that, what would I be? What would I be writing in here? You probably have to watch a match just to see, because I doubt anybody would cut out that specific bit. Thirteen seconds long. Daniel Bryan suffers dangerous neck bump from Drew Gulak. Something. Sorry, troops. Holy yeah. mother, I look lord. That's bad. Holy Aye. shit, man. Aye, you know why I see that? Nah. You know why I see that? Trophies. Darren Burns burying all gimmick match pay per views. Love an elimination chamber. Totally. But having a whole show based around it makes the chamber less special. Absolutely, Absolutely 100%. Uh, Stephen Keane wants Can to. Can I just touch on that? Mm -hmm. Totally agree with you. The Hell in a Cell, man, that was the worst. Well, he, they're all shite. Hell in a Cell events are shite. Elimination <laughs> Chamber is a full event of shite. TLC is shite. Is a full I don't event buy it all. The, the, the material that they use, the fencing. Mm -hmm. That just, to me, that just. Even when you were a wee guy. You thought to yourself, that's just defence and, you know, if there's work going on at the football park, you know what I mean? Aye, 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 aye. And you'd run your head into it and bother. But then they're going, oh, you know, and they're <laughs> scraping their heads off it. They're scraping their heads off it and then they're getting blood. You think, come on, Tiff, buggery. You want solid steel. You know who done it right? Who? Well, on promotion in Orlando, Florida called TNA. <laughs> oh, my God almighty. You ever see their red cage? I did see their cage. That right? was, that was, that was... That was a sear cage. That was a sear cage. Is that doing it right though, or is it doing it wrong? It being a sear cage. Doing it right. It's better luck. Fuck. It's maybe sear. I know. Ah, you're right, mate. Um, so uh, that flimsy fucking fencing. Did flimsy you really, fencing. Did you really go down the park when the flimsy fencing was up and run, run your head into it quite happily? Fucking right. That was a wee backyard when I was young. See, any time we were when we we seen, and I can't have been the only one out here when we seen a fence. Um, we seen a fence running at the party. The cage match, cage match time. You know what I mean? And I can assure you, when Harley went and shoved me into it, I wasn't fucking drawing blood. No, no, it wasn't there. Sean, so why should I believe that Roman Reigns getting fucking flung into it? Particularly a big boy like that. Particularly a big boy like that. Sean Conlon wants to put the Matt Hardy free to delete YouTube videos, and he wants to bury MVP. What even is he doing back at WWE? He's a producer. Why? 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 He's like your he's dad's a... pal you called uncle growing up that keeps turning up to family events. That's very MVP, GTF, which like... means get to fuck. P's a good guy. You're good pals with P, ain't you? He's a good guy. It's good to see him. He's got a job there. There's my heart's getting sent on for Saturday. Just that's everybody, if you're going to the show on Saturday, there will be new, new, I can confirm, a new range of Gredo. Snapbacks Right now What do these snapbacks look like What makes them different For the makes old Gredo snapbacks They're going to have Some purple and whites And some black and blues So they are new For the range So This Saturday You'll be the first People To be exposed To the new Gredo hats What other merch And you know there? what The other wrestlers gonna... Have merch there Can other wrestlers Sell their merch On your show Sorry mate I'm sorry I shouldn't have asked that <laughs> Uh, can Adam, so Max, is Adam Max dead allowed to sell his merch on your show? Just what I can from Adam Max says no got to be there on Saturday, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, aye, so... Speaking of merch... Mm -hmm. 
Wrestling Daft merch, you can go Wrestling Daft with your very own t-shirt. Get them at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash Wrestling Daft. All the designs include catchphrases for the show. You know catchphrases like, I'm a Mark, I'm a take a bump for you, chips, cheese and Donner meat, and of course Margaret Erefiend. And let us know on Twitter if there's anything you would like to see on a t-shirt. As current front runner for our next design is, I'm a wrestler too. <laughs> oh, is that? That's great funny. I'm a wrestler too. I, I like that. I that like would that. be a good t-shirt to wear at a wrestling show. I, I'm, I'm a wrestler, wrestler too. That is funny, isn't That's it? That's a good one. That's a good, good one. one. So get, get me one of them. Medium. Medium. So check out our range of t-shirts and hoodies at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash wrestling daft now or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling day You just made the list! On our Patreon, we asked for you guys to vote on our list of wrestling daft. Uh, now, remember, you can vote by signing up for $4 a month at patreon.com slash wrestlingdaft, then you can have some input as well. This week, we asked you to vote between the best promo off the back of Jake the Snake's amazing work in AEW, and as we're on the road to WrestleMania, we put that up against your favourite WrestleMania title changes, and the votes are in. And 81% of the vote, easy, he's went for the best wrestling promos. Top three wrestling promos... It says here Gradle today, Stoke. Well, I can come up with I can tell you my good promo. Well, good day then. Right, so um, number three, probably my promo against um, Drew McIntyre at Shug's House oh, Party, just because it was real and it was greeting. Uh, number two, um, probably TNA. the I, the Ric Flair and Jay Lethal segment. That was great. Oh, my God. And number one was The Rock before Royal Rumble 2000 because he said drink pour yourself a glass of sharp juice well my top three is uh, number three it's Mark Henry and it was his retirement speech it was that promo to my little girl Joanna who cries when I leave home Baby, I'm coming home. Oh my God! You think it's not easy? I got a lot left in the tank. Um, a promo that I, the reason why I chose this is because it's a promo that I 100 percent believed. Yep. 100% completely invested in and as one of the, the greatest bits of mic work we've ever seen in a wrestling ring, I think. My number two is Dusty Rhodes' Hard Times, hard times promo. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard times. That's hard time. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. 
Um, well, what can you say? I mean, I, I don't need to say anything about this promo. Do you know there's another documentary just being put up on the network today with FCW? And they were talking about how that gets shown, like, uh, to every oh my promo God. class. And it was interesting if you go back and look at it and look at Dusty, the way he speaks to people and trains people in the promos. It was really a good insight um, as right. to how you, you train and you become a mouthpiece. Because what you're selling is, is you've, you've got to use your mouth. You've got, exactly. <laughs> your mouth is important. Uh, what a, it's an unbelievable Apart promo. His, he's got a funny haircut there. Go watch it. Look, he's what an incredible figure he is. And number one, who is better, who is better than Dusty Rhodes at promoing? <laughs> it's Dusty Rhodes again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dusty Rhodes is number one. We his promo um, where he's talking about baby doll turning heel on him. And I just love this fucking promo because um, he's talking about the behaviour of people being absolutely shameful. And he's talking about it's shameful. You need to watch this promo to see this guy's use of the word shameful just to sell. I've not seen these, this one, mate. Sell what these heels have done to him. It is shameful. Is there any chance we can... It's only a, a couple of minutes long. Let's stick it on. Let's stick it on. we get time to watch it. Um, right, it's um, Dusty Rhodes Talks Baby Dolls Turn. That's where you'll find it on YouTube, folks. Dusty Rhodes Talks Baby Dolls Turn. Fans with us right now, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, not only are you hurting from the match, you got to be hurting inside. I, I can't believe that Baby Doll turned on you like that, Dusty. If you can figure this one out sitting at home, you're a better man than I am. Let me tell you something. I'm glad now everybody chose a side. I'm glad now on this fall section that everyone knows where the lines are drawn. I'm glad now that Ninja Boy Rick Blair, the lowest form of athletes in this country, <laughs> along with that Jezebel, <laughs> Jezebel. Now then, draw the line and if I can't afraid, lay in the same bed. Cause that's where the boogeyman's gonna get you, in the <laughs> same bed. All of you gonna be gathered up one of these nights, one of these days, and I'm gonna come and get you. Tell that Blatchard, you should have broke my neck, daddy. You should have tore my heart out of my body. The whipping you're gonna get is gonna be shameful. The whipping you're gonna get at Iron Edison is gonna be shameful. The whipping you get, Ole Addison, is gonna be shameful. And the whipping you get, Ric Flair, is gonna be shameful and baby doll. Shame on you, mama. I know you're better than anybody. I know you're better than anybody. It's gonna be shameful. Uh, it's amazing, isn't it? It's class, man. It's that, because normally in a wrestling promo, the intensity builds up towards the end, but that moment where he just goes and slows down to talk Aye. to Baby Doll, I know you better than anybody, mama. Well, see, it reminds me, I remember Jerry Snake Roberts done a promo once, speaking like this, look, mouthing it. Why? And he says something like, you don't need to turn up the volume. I'm not speaking. Or something like that, Aye. do you know what I mean? It didn't need that. Well, that's just, I mean, but see, you know, see, when I see promos like that, it breaks my heart because when I think of wrestling promos today, one, they're all scripted, and two, they talk 
especially post-match interviews, they talk as if they're fucking just come off a football park. Aye, they're, aye, they're aye. As if they've just been in the FA Cup and they go, yeah, you know, it's something, you know, and they're, they're going on like football players. There's yeah. no charisma, there's no character. Where's the fucking come on? Even, that makes me want to cut a promo. Even things like where he was saying there, where he was telling them all, it's going to be shameful. Mm-hmm. And he was repeating it. It's going to be shameful. A writer writing that would never go, we'll nah. repeat the same thing again and again, right? But here, I mean, it's just a fucking love it. Right, um, here's what you guys had to say, though. Matt G, two words, hard times. There you go, Dusty Rhodes right away. Sean Cooper, Bret Hart, frustrated, isn't he? The goddamn word for it. This is bullshit. Starting after that run. Brett's car- best run of Brett's career, and Sean oh, Cooper's opinion, got him invested in the feud with Austin. Bret Hart's 97 promos are great to look back brilliant on. Brilliant time, brilliant time. Anthony Clark, The Rock himself, could have an entire list to himself. Some of his best ones include the night he gave the nation their Rolexes, and he gave Farouk a big cardboard cutout of himself. Love The Rock's promos, but didn't he enjoy his latest run? Pro- you know, that Fruity Pebbles stuff was just wasn't it for me. I kind of watched them. Uh. The Rock's promos are no really my cup of tea, but he, I mean, he, the 1999, guy can talk. 1999, 2000, man. Craig, Shane Douglas's promos, he's thrown down the NWA title and declaring himself the ECW heavyweight champion of the world, birthing extreme championship wrestling. Cottonite Samoa Joe says, <laughs> Mark Henry and that Salmon Blazer. Beautiful. Um, and uh, what we got here, ICW Scott Reed. Scott Reed himself um, from ICW says, Drew's retirement promo the night before Fear and Loathing 9 had the entire room believing every word coming out of his mouth before he punched Dallas and almost started a I riot. Scott would have picked mine. Part of it, right? Scott McKenzie, shout out to The Rock's Armageddon Hell in a Cell promo. Absolutely hilarious impersonations. I think that's why The Rock's promos are always more on the kind of comedic side, which isn't always for me. Going <laughs> for the shops like The Miz promo and Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. Oh, that's a fucking oh, that brilliant a promo. Oh. And here, I can't believe I never picked that because I'm always putting The Miz on my Aye, I know, come on. Is that the one where he's sitting he's oh. wrestling in bingo halls on that push? Oh, fuck, Aye. man, it's such a good promo. The Miz is great. The Miz is great. Um, Kev McGee, Heenan at WrestleMania 4 after being attacked by Matilda. Also, shout out to Greg Hempel when he snuck and he rabs Moz. That was brilliant, that was man. Promo. That was a good promo. Going up the stairs on the stair lift and raiding through Rab's bedroom. <laughs> man, that was good times. Uh, we definitely need to do an episode about Kelvin Brock. We do. Brian Punk's pipe bomb, mostly with hindsight because he said, Hello, Colt Cabana. Oh, I love that. Been on the happy bus ever since getting on into Mer- indie stuff. Colt is the true exalted one. Chris McFly, the formation of the mega powers. Oh my God, they two guys. I stick it on from time to time. Always cheers me up. The power of the madness and the mania just blew my 24 inch guns out, man. They two guys cutting promos. Hogan and Macho Man cutting promos together. It's like fucking, it's like looking into a fucking, I don't know, it's like looking into an asylum or something. Look through the windy, a fucking insane asylum they came with their day they came with their bridge bird and Jane has went for Grado's promo on Greg oh, I've done, done that doing Socket Speech no. I like that man I think that's one of my favourite promos is it oh thank uh, you yeah. thank you well done Grado well done that's very good everybody has a price to pay and we want you to pay us on Patreon just in case you didn't know what Patreon is it's a subscription service it seems to be the new kind of fashion it's a fashionator you can sign up for a small payment each month and we give you access to more content to wrestling daft. So, what happens is we've got three tiers and you can choose to get involved at patreon.com slash wrestling daft. So if you pay four bar a month, right? In fact, it's actually four dollars, you pay about three pound. And what you get is you get a patron-only chat. You're a cruiserweight champion at this point. You get a patron-only chat community. You get ad-free versions of all the episodes. You get a full unedited version. You get random bonus content, and then you can vote on what you want to see featured on Wrestling Daft. Tier 2, this is $10, they're talking £7.70 a month. 
And what you get for that is you get everything in tier one, except this time you get a video version of the podcast so you can see us sitting here eating, picking our beaks and vaping. And you also get a bonus episode once a month, which I wasn't, I didn't know about that. That'll be, that'll be good to do. Tier three, you're the world heavyweight champion, which is about £15 a month. And you get everything in the previous tiers as well as free tickets, free tickets to every live event, which we hope to announce soon, as long as you're signed up. And you get a free wrestling daft shirt of your choice. I would be getting that, uh, I'm a wrestler t-shirt. That's a good one, isn't it? Plus, you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks. Mark, now John has wrote marks here. I don't like calling you marks. I think it's a very disrespectful term. I like to call you friends of the show. Friends of the show. So if you fancy that and you want to become a patron, sign up now at patreon.com slash wrestling daft. As I tell you what, we'd love to welcome you <laughs> to the wrestling daft roster. <laughs> You're booked. <laughs> You're booked. <laughs> you know did you book him this week? No, I wasn't. I told you. It was right, hold on, before we did a intro. It wasn't my fault. Are you no booked on Grado's show this weekend? Oh, it right. wasn't my decision. I, I was booked. And then, and then I found out at SWA, didn't it? When he I wasn't booked. It was quite funny, about 20 minutes before I wrestled. Who did I? Mean, I was like looking at him. Hey, folks, you know kid, I folks this is kid I fighting here talking about. I got a match, by the way. <laughs> Do you know I get concussed in that match? A double clothesline. Aye. I mean, it was none of your faults, but I got concussed. I see the next night, I only had to I, I remember, because it was a double doing that. Aye. I turned around and fucking you. <laughs> Why not? He's about to the short ones, come back with a change. I was like, you alright? And you're like... Let's uh, t- we can talk about folks, this. Folks, this is... We're talking, this is... Right, we on, are we on? Right. No, we're starting. This is kid fight, by the way, just to let everybody know, right? Um, a man who does it all in the business. Trainer, promoter, wrestler, merch seller extraordinaire, mate. You well, know what you're doing. Businessman. A fucking businessman. There's nothing he can't do. Owner of PBW and a man who made the tea bag famous. The bold kid fight. And what he's talking about is he hasn't booked on Grado's show this weekend. Are you the next one? Well, well here's, here's an interesting thing. Aye, well, this is the thing. I remember you saying that I was going to be on the next one as well, Grado. Oh, no, well, yeah. listen, see, this you is hard. I was going to be on it. Because I you was like, it's... fucking Darren Connell, he gets to go on it today, a wee fucking spot, and you've no asked me to go Hold on it. And you went, a... oh, next one, next one. There's a Scott Squad makeup artist for me. Oh, for fuck's sake. How you doing, Nicole? You all right? I apologise for this. I know I can, and I'm, I'm doing a podcast. You're live on my wrestling daft podcast. No, I'm not. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rad Florence is here. Mhm, mhm. You want to know about my hair? Yeah, Aye, because there's a wee bit of blonde still in it. There's just a wee wee tint of blonde, but I got a haircut last Who m- is it? Sunday. Nicole. Hey, Nicole, how you doing? Hi. Welcome to wrestling daft, Nicole. Welcome to welcome to wrestling daft. So basically, what you're phoning for is just to. Uh, I don't know. Aye, who's your favourite wrestler? Who's your favourite Nicole? wrestler? My favourite macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah! there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, aye, I got my hair cut last Monday, so it's no. So right. I'll probably just need so, a wee snap. Okay, so that's fine. That's all I need to know. Are you going to sh- Are you shaved? No, I'll look a mess. I'm a mess. I'm not clean shaved, but I'll shave the night. Right, do that tonight. Right. Okay. Anything else? Right, like, no, that's all. I'm right. embarrassed. You're on the podcast. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Wrestling Dab. Welcome to Wrestling Dab. And that was Nicole. The Premier uh, Makeup Podcast. Uh, so, Kid Fight, you're Aye. right here in the studio. You knew you have known Grado for a long time. See that kind of behaviour, right? Where Grado takes a phone call in the middle of an interview, right? <laughs> is, that, is, that the, is that the guy you know? Is that the guy you've known for, for many years? Or do, or do you feel like he's changed? Oh God, man! Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on to the pavilion in a minute, and this whole podcast is going to be me roasting you, isn't it? Sorry, my moving away from us, mate. We can um, turn that into a storyline. We can make money out of this, brother. 
Well, you keep promising stuff like that, but the end result is I'm going down to Greenock to fly here on Saturday because I'm loading the pavilion. See, there we go. That then, you, mate, it's you, be you are a fucking proper, hard-working businessman, a hard-working promoter, right? What a graft, I mean, you're, you're out there, you're flying, you're doing all that stuff. What is it like? Explain to people out there, like, what kind of work goes into promoting Aye, what's your show? week? So, right, for example, so I've just done Larbert, that went well. Right. It's kind of, we'll call it pre-virus Larbert, all right? Right, so right. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't keen on mentioning that, but it's going to come up anyway, isn't it? Yep. Um, so that was actually really good, because, you know, I'll say it, you know, Keith Grado couldn't do it, the NXT guys weren't available, right? And, like, I'm a big believer, like, when family shows, the word wrestling's the main draw, Aye. right? I mean, mm-hmm. But definitely, I'm not just saying this because he's here, he makes a massive difference, and NXT guys, you know, they make a difference as well. Aye. So I was a bit like, oh, God, right, bollocks, right? Worried. Aye, so I kind of went into overdrive a bit for that with the advertising, so I doubled down in the, the, the budget for the posters and the flyers, so instead right. of getting 500 posters and 5,000 flyers, I got 1,000 posters and 10,000 flyers. Right. And then, uh, the, that's a good thing about having a training school, and put them to work, do you know what I mean? Aye. But the reality was, it was I think there was... Uh, Four boys in a tag, and one of them got to wrestle Jester. I was like, I'll play nice. ball, man. Help me make a success to this. We'll give you, we'll give you the platform. Mm-hmm. And they did, and they nailed it. And then I think the final attendance was it's quite frustrating. It was like a ball here under 300. Now, that's no massive, but can that Larbert will average about 220, 250. Aye, so that's so. That's it, and Larbert is always loud. It's a great venue, man. There, there's, there's these wee places that you run that have always got the. Returning customers, returning customers. That's not the way to say it. But there's a lot, there's a loyalty there to PBW, the man. Mm-hmm. Aye, right. Airdrie's one of them. Greenock's one of them. Larbert, they're the kind of free. The, the, what gutted me, but was when I first started, kind of becoming great on all the rest. There was I always wanted to wrestle with the Magnum. And that was aye, a big aye, the, the Magnum and Irvine. That's when I first Magnum ever seen. Craig Tara was your two you wanted to. Aye, do. I still wanted to do Craig Tara, man. We'll get it in the summer. Right, definitely. We always say this every year. I want the next pavilion date before we saw that. <laughs> two can play. We will get that. We will. Two can play that game. You give me Craig Tara. Have him show up at Ayrmuir. I don't know what you're talking about. You give me Craig Tara. We pavilion. Stop rubbing me on this, man. I'm getting fucked up. So, Ross, PB PBW has. I mean, how many shows a year? Uh, just now, probably including the the wee community ones we did, the kind of ones that we sell, fundraisers and stuff. I think last year it was twenty seven, something like that. That's a and lot that's not including man. our academy attack. You know, we do we'll do training shows in the scout mm-hmm. home. That's not including them. So I'd say about thirty. But then I'm in charge of Dixon's holiday parks. Yep. So, like, I it's run under the All Star banner, but once it kicks into gear, it's more or less PBW with a different badge on it. I think there's about. 45 of them. What is that? Do you, do you enjoy doing the camps? Is that a... I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's, it, being honest, I'd say it's easier for... No easier, that's bad, because they still put the graft in. But, I mean, it's bloody... It's a big learning curve, isn't it? Denim, it's, it's great, do you know what I mean? Because every Monday, I'll be like, all right, I send a group message, be here at this time in the tune. I've got the car arranged, the van, mm-hmm. transport's all arranged. Yep. Aye, they've got to help build the ring, and that's so a bit of graft there. But I'm the one, <laughs> Brian, yeah. even doing my neck, do you know Aye. what I mean? I'm the one that if somebody pulls out on the Tuesday morning, we're about to go away for three days, I've got 20 minutes to find somebody and get them into the tune. Aye, Have yeah, you got yeah. a good relationship with Brian Dixon? A really Aye. strong relationship. Aye. 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 That's good. It's, but you know what? You, see them, you hear them out of wrestlers at interviews that have been successful in America, and they always mention doing the camp shows in, yep. in Britain. It's such a big... You know, there's, there's, there's guys in America that are well, choking. I, I mean, you I, must get hundreds of emails from random yanks wanting to come out and... Uh, I think they know now. They kind of go to Brian with the emails. Right. But now and again, I'll get people asking about it. And sometimes they're kind of want to come over and all that. And I'm like, look, you need to contact Brian. and be you know, his, his system is, I don't know if... I think he sold it. He had the digs. It's a really famous thing if you do All-Star, right? And especially a house doing it, Whirl, or mm-hmm. run about there. Right. Where all these different nationalities would come in and would all stay there. It's quite a smart operation, right? So basically, he's got the camp, the Haven camp run split into like eight 
you get like eight generals, if you will, eight guys like me that all have different territories, so mm-hmm. to speak. And we'll have our kind of core team, that's what I call it. Aye, aye. And then, so each camp, I think it's like, if I remember, I always forget this, like six guys, six, it's an eight man crew, you got a referee, a merch seller, um, and six wrestlers, so it's that's like, mad, you it's have a like singles a match and a tag. Aye. So, like, four guys, so me, BT Gun, Lou, and Krieger, we'll be on every one in the Scotland, North England run. Aye. And then Brian will send up different guys. So see these guys that are based in Burrow. They'll be all got all sorts of about like 20 cunts and staying in this house. Sorry Aye. if I swore there, right? But like 20 guys in this house sometimes. Or the Mexicans, Japanese, all the different, you know, the flag, sorry, all the flags and all that. And he'll say, right, you three are going to Scotland this week. You three are going down south and then next week you are going to Scotland. And the reason for, the people, the guys that had the contract for the camps before Brian, they were just having the same people on the same camps, mm-hmm. doing the same matches. Aye, aye, but a aye. lot of these people with the caravans own the caravan. So it got to the stage the fans actually the knew the moves that were coming aye, next. Seen it. Yep, this yep, is yep. a bit where he does a choke slam. You know aye, what I mean, aye. right? So they've so the guy that was in charge at Haven went to Butlins and saw what Brian was doing there. And then there was an agent, Sandra Dean, I believe the name was. Right. She had the, the, she provided like, you know, what a fake Elvis you got to Sandra. Do you know what I mean? All that <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> right, right. And she, she had the wrestling. So the guy in Scotland was a guy called Billy Boy Briggs, but he was coming. Aye. Giving it to me, and it was like, right, all them, get them all to fuck, right? I managed to blag it because at that point I was just in my camps up here, but it was all under Billy Boy's name, right? So I kind of went under the radar. So all I right. got to go in and date with Brian, and then his selling point was there'll be different people every week for the owners, it'll be an international show. Do you know aye, what I mean? That is, that is amazing. So, is it you, are you in contact with Brian like weekly or no? Nah, it goes quiet winter and that, like Brian's, like, like you know, what age is he now? Oh god, that's ignorant. I don't know, but I mean, he's getting getting on. Right. I don't. I mean, he has been doing this. But he's one of those guys, years, man. He'll be doing it right up at a whistle. Do you mm. know what I mean? Aye, like, aye. You better respect that. And there's aye. no easy one. He made his money because when Borrow the sport fell apart. And to my knowledge, Brian was genius because he realised right, it's no telly, but there's still a demand for house shows mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye. These guys have still got star power. They're no telly, and then he kind of modernised. Way he kind of broke when the WWE, WWF started getting big and all that. He mm-hmm. kind of. I like the stories finding out that that he'll um, you know he'll have an American wrestler or whatever or anybody and he'll change their name. To ah, like, what you know what, what kind of examples is there? American like, Dragon. Aye, you know what I mean. He, I know like, you're the American Dragon, yeah, but yeah. he was like that. Brian. The story I heard, I don't want to offend anybody, mm. but Brian wasn't sure on his charisma for the holiday parks at the time, so he stuck him under a mask. See, there you go, man. Aye. And because I remember Noam saying he worked for 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 Brian Wise, and he went, Noam Dar, no, you're you're Danny Dar. No, no, Just, no, it's better it? than that. Oh, Is no, it? no, Because <laughs> it was right after the back of the Bully Boy days. Remember Johnny Starr on that? Aye. He was like royalty. So, you know what? Brian was like, no, I'm da. No, right. Johnny da. And, right? and we all started going back to Noam. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> da, da, da. Like he's saying Johnny's old cat. And Noam's like that. We know him. I'm like, Oh, Brian punched him, tugged his shirt. Excuse me, Mr. Dixon. Mr. Dixon, can it be Danny Dar? <laughs> 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 that was it. Like, oh, Danny, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was that. Uh, he didn't want to be Johnny Dark. So it's like, <laughs> the revamped Johnny Star. Do you know what I mean? See, when people talk about the kind of history of British wrestling, particularly that period after like World of Sport came after telly and stuff like that, up until the modern times, like, Dixon's name never really about things like we've done it on this show we've spoken about like Andre Baker and NWA UK Hammerlock and all of that and these things that were keeping things going but Dixon was always there always mm. fucking running ah, shows yeah. keep, and, and he's uh, he's maybe never really got the credit that he's fucking due for just yeah. keeping this system running all through well, it that, you know what I mean well that's it like you, you, you can get a Craig Tarr in front of a thousand people right maybe sometimes 1500 people when it's right busy you're not going to get one tweet after it 
No, You're not going no, to have no, one, no. one review true. after it, right? That's true. No. Right, so what you've got there is the reason Dixon's more heard about now right. is because, you know, off the back of FW, maybe that's when British wrestling started maybe creating an indie scene. Aye. For me personally, Hammerlock was doing great. I went to a Hammerlock camp. Oh, did you? But yeah, yeah, it was my first March 2001. Was it? Went down, I Moshi wow. was there and all that. That's mad. Aye, aye. Was Shamer there, no? Who? Shamer, Adam Shame, no. No, I don't no. recall. No, Magic was there. Took, gave me my first, right. took, took me through my first bump. The ring, I banged my head, man. I was like, oh. so, so <laughs> that is, so, so you done it. So you, so you, how long was that, that, that camp? A weekend. And so, what did you do? So, did you just uh, ask your mom for money? Nah, for sixteen, it? man. Right. right. You know, my fucking mom went over to me doing me in the training or Aye. I, I remember I showed up and it was like just now, you know, a wrestling training school, right. Right, like a wee hut or something. Aye. And my mum was like, son. I was expecting. She was expecting like a fucking a dojo, facility, aye, in a Japan facility, dojo. Aye, and it was aye. like I had mud in the middle of a football field, man. Do you know what I mean? And I was just stood there like that, <laughs> like you know, like I'd been out lost in the desert, and I just saw the water. Do you aye, know what I mean? That's like, amazing. That's fucking brilliant. My that's amazing. And my mom came, we came back. My mum went, "Well, I hope you enjoyed it, but that was bloody expensive. So you need to wait till you're older to go back." And I was like, "Bollocks!" Then all SW and BCW. BCW came about. Yeah. Well, it was SW, wasn't it? The SCW. SCW. Sorry, I got confused aye, there. Kenny Morrison. I saw him in Power Slam. Long to that, and I got mad with my pal on the train. I'd never forget because Drew Galloway was on the show, mm -hmm. and me and Drew spoke about this later. Was right? this a Linwood show? I was in that. I was in that. I was, but my pal, my oh, pal, yeah, my pal, he's actually. There's only about 50 folk there, if that. Aye, but my pal. It was Drew's first match. Aye, 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 right. So, anyway, so we're on the train, but my pal ended up getting sectioned later in life. This pal, right, he's gone, right? <laughs> right, see you later, right? He's gone. Aye, man. But I mean, the signs because were there. Because of that show. But, but, no, the signs were there, so we're on the bus and we went down to Linwood, and he just bounced up, man. This is my stop, and I went, no, it's no, and he's fucked off off the bus. <laughs> right, right in the middle of Paisley somewhere I've oh fuck you I've got to the show so I've got to the show myself but now I'm pure jade so I've drank all his drink it was left in the bus right I'm just sitting there that's a fucking right I'm not in wrestling right. I must be about 16 or 15 right. fucking what age I was right and uh, I'll never forget Drew came out he's going to high five and everybody but I'm, yep. I'm starting to kind of feel a bit insecure I'm only 16 right but everybody's there with Wayne's and all aye. that I'm just sitting up fucking rotten and Drew's come up for a high five and I've kind of reached out like right, all right mate all right. <laughs> and I spotted Drew about it later on and he was like I remember you because he says I gave you a high five that pure got in my head so he made it he said I made my way to the ring and all I could think about was that guy really didn't want to shake my horn <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that you were at that same show I remember that do you I hung back at the end or not I, oh I, 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 I hung back at the end Kenny come on I, 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 I want to do this I want to do this is there anything I can do can I pop <laughs> the ring can I do anything but I wrote, I, I wrote a review of the show on the internet man and I absolutely pied it because my mom was sitting there going <laughs> I can smell the wrestlers for here right what, did you give him a bad review oh I, I slaughtered yeah, it man I was only 13 a bit of fucking wide and uh, you know, and I could, and I was writing, you know, I could hear the wrestlers talk, and I was on AOL, and I got an instant message from <laughs> Drew Galloway, uh, where I wink. Could you hear me talking the ring? No, no, I never no, you were great, you were great. You were great. Where, did, where did you write these reviews? Uh, I think called UKF. I went on UKF, and uh, I think called it was like WrestleZone UK. But I mean, it was terrible. I, I, you, I didn't know how to move. I mean, you in UK fan forum. Yep, I remember Scott. you on there. Aye. Right. But I'd done the same. I hung about at the end, man. I spoke to the ice man because he had been on Trisha, a powerbound five star flash on Trisha on yeah, STV. Yeah, yeah. And I was like talking to him. I spoke to Magic. I spoke to Conscience, Kenny Morrison. So uh, you'd, you'd done the rounds. I just went straight to Kenny. I had some first time. He was a boss. And I'm like, I want to do this. So where was the breakdown there? How come you never went to. Uh, to, to well, did they have a training school? No, right? it was just like a match. And then what shit, happened was, Kenny. Was, mate, mate, I, I mean, this the weird right thing, started this fucking. No long after that, he reached out to me, right? A guy, it is what it is, call him a guy. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? He's going to start, he's done some hammer lock, he's back up here, he's going to yep. start, but he's only wanting people there that have, I don't know, he's something, he's people there with experience or something. Mm -hmm. So I just been doing it that. 
and, uh, that, and he's got bride and then I, I, can't, I couldn't tell you initially how the SWA came about but within a matter of months it was like all of a sudden there was SWA and it was and DCW it was, and it, it was like the old firm mm-hmm. you know it was all these geeky wrestling kids going yeah, was, and I'm sure at one point they went to a meeting in St. Enoch Square I was sure was there? Right, for a square go or You're something joking, like that. I, did, I was just like what the I fuck I mean it was crazy at that point there was like these two companies and you know I remember and it was all just the guys at top kind of Aye, and because we all didn't know any better, nah, yeah, we didn't yeah. know any better, man. We were just going. Did you start at BCW? Didn't I it? went to BCW. You jumped ship, man. Aye, I jumped yeah. ship, man. Aye. I jumped ship. Then wrote a shit review about that's BCW. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, I always remember getting picked up at Glasgow Central Station. There was Colin. There was you. And uh, what was the nickname that you gave me? Fatty Boom Boom. <laughs> Right, now, see, this must be about 18 year later or whatever the fuck it is. It's about that. It's mental thinking about it. To this day, he'll still go, I mean, you used to call me Fatty Boom Boom. <laughs> and I'm like, I was 14, I didn't know these I was laying the foundations for you to thicken your skin up. I was 13, 14, man. I'm with these strangers from Glasgow. They're calling me Fatty Boom Boom. I guess we were doing it with love and affection and all that. And I, uh, I really love this. And then I didn't see, know what was your feelings. You did like me, but I remember that was, that, was, yeah, that, was early, that was early days promoter thinking right there, though, there because that's the thing all promoters used to say, that you either get fat or get fat. He was just fucking putting you in, putting you in your fucking slot. Well, there, I certainly got fucking fat. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, I remember, obviously, you remember the Jake the Snake Roberts? Day. Well, here's one for you, right? Crazy here's you think early about promoter it. thing, right? Aye. Just a wee hang, right? So see that first BCW tour they done the Freedom to the Jake the Snake thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Colin got Jake the Snake, right? Funny story there, right? He's like, he's doing it for nothing. And I'm like, even at my young age, I'm like, hmm? Aye, I'm not like a Jake's popped up back in telly, you know, so I'm not going to get into it. There's a bit of scandal involved in that trip. Well, I'm not going to go into that, right? But anyway, so I was like, well, calling it about six trainees. He's like, we need more trainees now. You're starting to realise you can make a bit of money because, I mean, it's common sense, right? Oh, yeah. So I was like, so I wrote into Power Slam where I'd found out about uh, Kenny's show. And remember they did this in that section on the back page where Aye. people would flog their DVDs and all that. It Aye. was like, you know, it was like, let's get by I remember the exact before. Yep, yep. Right? So I went, uh, aye, um, we'll go to training school and not fully insured and that, right? Um, we're doing a Jake the Snake seminar and this and that, right? And the first land ran it and they went, aye, BCW of a Jake the Snake with what they say is the only fully insured school in Scotland, right? <laughs> and I was just like, right, there we go. So they, they actually put the meet time, it was at some post office or the shopping aye. center own power slam. I'll never forget it, we've been doing that day and the calling went from having six trainees to about 24, aye. all because I wrote into power slam. But that, the reason my thinking was, well, that's what I found out about. That Kenny show, and aye. I'm here. Aye, and then see his first three day tour, and all it was he'd done one in Perth, one in Bar, he'd done one somewhere else that got cancelled. I forget what it was, but it was me who told him to do Barhead Sports Center. That's where I'm from, right? And Perth didn't draw one get cancelled, and Bar, he'd saved his bike, and Barbarian, and all that. That's what I'm thinking. Did Jake didn't actually do the show, didn't he? No, it was a Barbarian who placed him, didn't he? It was a seminar, he done it. It was a seminar, he done it. I totally remember him just sitting there with a bottle of whiskey. And I still, here's one for I still teach the trainees his psychology behind a headlock to this day. Do you see yourself as being a wrestler or a promoter? Uh, and a few years back, definitely a wrestler. That was mm. always the dream. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite proud of this. I think I saw something before a lot of people. A lot of guys try to get involved with having their own training skills now. And all power to them. And a lot of guys try to get involved in running shows and all that now because, you know, we're all getting to that age, mid 30s, early 30s. You know, some guys even getting pushed in 40 now. But it's like maybe a contract's no coming. Mm. So they're all trying to find ways to make a living in the business. Whereas I'm quite proud of the fact I saw that quite early. You've been there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, right fair to get go. I took a look at Drew and Sheamus, and I'm like, right back in the day, because NXT is great. It's good for all the ones I'm training now, and it, I believe it was your generation that made your generation that made wrestling into what it is again. Without right. a doubt. And so I'm proud of that. Doubt. But the sad reality is, for the most of us, I Wolfgang, brilliant. The coffee's mm-hmm. brilliant, but for most of us, eh. Uh, 
like they're going to the younger guys now. So yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But so but back in the other day, like you say, it was Drew and Seamus they were after. And I'm looking at Drew and Seamus, right? It'll be Frey up in five, right? And there's right. a big mirror in the change room. I'm looking at them, and I scrolled into me. And it was like, you know, the heat goes down. <laughs> and it was like, and I was like, I didn't look much bigger than the punnels, you know what right, I mean? Right. I was like, Right, well, so I was like, I'm going to push my company in that because I want, my dream was to make a living in wrestling. Aye. Right? And there's one thing I've always said, don't put all your eggs in the one basket. I'm not going to have, unless, you know, the dream was to get a contract. But other than that, you, you, like, see, like, you know, there's, I don't want to name names, but there's certain people, there's certain people that put a lot into ICW and they maybe fell out in that and knew mm-hmm. they're kind of done. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Whereas, like, me, I'm like, if I fall out with one company, I've got all this. You know, I've oh, got all I mean, you've got your own. I mean, and I'm just like, I control. The only one boss I truly think I've got is Brian, to bring it back to right. Brian. But I, for two months every year, I consider him my boss. And it must be new. phone goes, I'm like, right, better get that. The way the climate mm-hmm. is new, right? The way the climate, it must be easier for you now to sell the dream to young people as a trainer as well, because there is this fucking path. There's a path that they can Oh, there's an industry now. now. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. Like, see, I was sitting here doing this. Ah, exactly. See, see, back in the day, man, you'd be lucky if it was five questions in that UKFF with somebody or something like that. Ah, yeah. so in this nice studio but, doing this, and that's just one. Absolutely, I say it, but like Big Deck, Krager, he's, he's just went, he just went full time, and he's running these shows, and that. he's starting kind of small. Ah, but yeah. I'm like, I'm saying, I, the goal is contract for all these young guys, but I try and teach them how to promote. I teach them, I, I see it to get a certain level at my school, I teach them how to teach. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a lot of the time, your money will be doing seminars, you'll get to Europe and wrestle, you'll yep. maybe get. I don't know, 50, 100 quid for the match. Right. But if you know your stuff, man, you can make an R200 on the Sunday teaching all them the British still. And also, so even, you just have, money, you just, I think you just have more value overall as well. If if companies know, even if companies want you and want to sign you a contract, if they know that you don't fucking really need them, that, you, you, that you're self-sufficient, you know what I mean? Aye. It makes you even more valuable, Aye. you know what I mean? Aye. Like you know your fucking Last work. time I reached out to WWE was Drew McDonald. I was he told me to put on some size and I went away and done it and all that. And then, um, I came out, you know, was he came up with W three O and it was um it was me and Carmel, I think it was specifically made there to see. And I had the size on, do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter right. how I got the size on, but I got it on, right? Cheese and Donald. I just just on in there sweating, do you know aye, what I mean? Like, oh god, right, fill a water. Right, anyway, the size was there, and then cool, right? And then that's when they, they changed it and then Drew kind of they changed their whole system and all right. that, and it was kind of back to the drawing board. And maybe I did gear up a bit easy, but then that's when I was just but Ross, to this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you said, you know how obviously, right? You, you told me that you tweeted last week about um, ICW. You know, you bought the ticket, you turned the ride, exactly. Type idea. Right, you know, remember, man, that was we, brilliant. We did have a good run. Oh, brilliant! We go to live out with James in terms it's not of done yet, they, I, well, it's not done yet, but we, sometimes I always think we need to take a stop and, and go. Man, on. fuck, we done, you know, 2015, Aye. you know, gone, jumping on tour buses and gone out to Soldier Hills and, and Nottingham and all that and yeah. the high road and stuff like that. It's, you know, I all right, we never got the, the big money contracts and stuff like that, but we've got Did memories, man. after that for, first hydro? Aye. We get no, and also, in a sense, is that stuff, right, that you've fucking built yourself? No better than stepping into a fucking system that somebody else has built. You know what I mean? Right. Like I mean, how many people are unhappy? I think when you are oh. when you are much older, you'll look back on that and go, "Fucking hell, yeah. that was something special." Yeah. More so yeah. than working for somebody for a few years. You know what I mean? Getting a contract, exactly. working, you just built. You all fucking built this. Up. People might say this is arrogant, but the reason NXT UK exists is because guys that like has built a scene here and WWE right. were like, "We need a piece of that pie." Exactly. That's it. It was a fucking aggressive move. It wasn't like a you know oh, what I mean. It was it was an aggressive I had to keep. St- I mean, I had my doubts about it. Or do you know what I mean as a promoter? Oh, but as a wrestler I completely understood it right. and I'm so happy for the guys that are getting the right. rub and they're getting to do stuff mm-hmm. but as a promoter 
Um, I had my reservations, but any any promoter that kind of bounced up with their reservations online was kind of getting quite aggressively shot down by a lot of the boys, which I get. Do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I just kept stooping about it. And then my big thing was, I think ICW have been doing it for a while now, was like, we need to create new stars. Aye. Because these guys, oh, they're, they're still all getting gone. to play ball noon again. I did, like I just said earlier on in the, the interview, I didn't have any NXT guys on my Larbert show because they were away doing that. And that's how it goes now. Aye, yeah. But what I did have was other guys there that have been building late and Buzzer's been getting built up. Now, we Angel Hayes been getting built up nicely. Brilliant. Pretty soon they'll grab them and all, and it's just going to keep exactly. going like that. Like you, I'm like, I've got, we've got this Jack Morris just now, and you're like, it's only jacked. so long before he's away, Jack, man. Can see uh, Jack, he's Jack. <laughs> Jack jacked. Um, what I wanted to talk to you about because I mean, obviously, you've done your promoter stuff, you've done the wrestling stuff, but you actually had a quite a good run, like in the mid. What do you call that? The not is it the noughties two two thousand to two thousand ten in terms of when one PW was about. I seen a a, a po- it wasn't one PW, but I seen a post that you wrestled the Steiners, didn't you? I was at Preston. Aye, <laughs> Steiner brothers. That was fucking terrifying. Was it scary? <laughs> oh, I mean, I was shaking the bed, right? And we were on a bus further, but it was on a bus that was getting in late, and I'm going to be doing the matter. Right, right, let's. I was like Liam. I try to I try to YouTube these two. You see what they're like now, and see how they wrestle. Aye. And I found, I found a match on YouTube. It was Scott Steiner and Vader against two random fucking assholes. I think it was one of those juggalo shows. Aye, right, 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 And aye. I swear to God, this, this might still be in YouTube, right? They not they were not fuck it. I mean, like shoot, not and fuck it. I was having fucking heart things going. I was like, oh my, and I think there was some story about that boy being set up for a down or something. Right, right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't so know that, and I'm seeing this, and I'm on the bus doing me, no, I'm in Liam, I'm sure no one was there. I'm just right in the bed, I'm like, oh, oh, what the fuck, no, no, no. And I said, we're going to walk in late, they're pure old school, no, I've got where the fuck have you been, and this flooders, but it's in a bus, it gets there after. So I'm showing up to wrestle the Steiners when the show's already started, man, oh right, fucking God. shit. <laughs> Walked into that lava like night in Preston. Well, I'll never forget it. The time you can write this, right? Oh, so you'd walk in, it was like a long corridor, and the toilet was there before you go into the main hall with the right, rest of us. Yeah. And just as we were walking down, that Scottish Steiner comes out topless to go into the toilet. Uh, I swear to God, you know, Mossy was some size. Like, Mossy was like pretty much the, you know, the gnarliest cunt I'd ever seen. And this Scott just made Mossy look like the way I looked next to Drew and Seamus back in the day. Aye. You know what I mean? Aye, aye. I was just like, Liam, man, money fuck, let's just get out of here. <laughs> anyway, so we've got to plan the match, get the match done. That's Scotty, you know, comes up, man, he's looking a bit wobbly, right? And I'm like, oh, I can't judge. Right, anyway. And he's like, oh, he looked at me and he looked at Liam, and I'm like, oh. and he just went, I'll go with you. And I was like, fuck, 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 no, <laughs> no, why not? Because I'm a bit taller or I don't know why he picked me, he made me smell the fear, right? And then he's like, oh, right, okay, we'll start a match, I'll do this, I'll do this, and then I'll get you in the corner and I'll punch you, and I'll punch you again. And might put your head down so I don't potato you. Right? And I'm just like, oh, where the fuck is life, man? No, I'm going to get knocked fuck out of oh, Scott Steiner. Um, went in the match, and then done a bit with Scott. Fucking fine. Didn't he feel a uh, thing, man, right? No. Fucking light, perfect. Aye, sound, right? And uh, Rick ends up in with me and he starts circling me and all that. And I, he starts chasing me around the ring, right? This is Rick now. Rick, uh, Rick was a big fun one planning the match mm-hmm. and Scott was dead intense, right? So I'm aye, like, aye. Rick, give me a cuddle, I'll let go with you, right? <laughs> so Rick starts chasing <laughs> me. Oh, fuck, drop my Rick starts chasing me around the ring, so I did a whole thing. And I put my head through the roof, get him back. He bites my ass, right? <laughs> and he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right, and he bites my ass, he bites a hole right through my singlet, right? What? I mean, I had literally teeth marks in my ass. I'm like, no, I've got to say to the bird. Do you know what I mean? I've got teeth marks in my ass. And it was fucking agony. And that, there you go, right? And then at one point, at one point during the match, so we're taking the heat on Rick, right? Getting the beat doing that. Yeah. I just get him up and I try and snap me at him, right? Aye. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm like, so I'm like, you know that kind of thing when you do the hip toss and the hold on? Uh, yeah, I'm doing yeah. that with a snap, man. I've never had this happen to me in my life. I'm like, no, go. He's like, he's no, like, go. He's like, no. <laughs> right, and I'm like, oh, get down, you bastard. Right? 
Right? And then eventually, he just puts his arms around my fucking waist. Like, so I'm in a snapmare. Right. Like, for right. people don't know what a snapmare is, it's kind of like you go for a Stone Cold Stunner right. and you give him a kit so they take a forward roll. So I've got him like a Stone Cold Stunner that's gone nowhere. And he's just going, nah, no, no, no. And I'm like, <laughs> right, I'm looking like a pair of wankers. And I don't know why. He just put his arms around my waist and just like done some weird Russian leg sweep throwing. <laughs> and Mayfuse just went flying back and bumped and he's like, ha, ha, cut me off. Right? And, I'm just, and I was just, I went and tagged fucking Liam, man, right? And Liam's getting in the ring, right? And I'm like, I'm, just, I'm fucking freaking. I'm having a great time, but right. I'm like, oh my God, right? I felt right. like my training my first month. And then Liam in all his glories decides to go like, turn around to Scott Steiner. This was when he spoke about it and go, wee pop up pump. Starts doing press up. Wee pop up pump. Right? Do you know what I mean? Scott Steiner get in the ring and like shoot, just tank towards us, right? I swear right. to God, mate, Liam's ran out the ring and I'm on open. <laughs> Fuck it, that was us, we up the back of the hall and everything, man. I'm like, what are you going to do now, man? We're into the heat, now he stood up. How are we going to go? We've no fucking go into cut laugh again. How are we going to get back on top of this? And Liam's like, and you get him. <laughs> nah, mate. You're the one that fucked it. Get, back, get in there. You're the one that fucked it. <laughs> get in there, we pop up pump. But what I'm amazing, but you must have learnt loads that night. Aye, no, I always cool. feel that when you come away. The match, they were bitching about some match they had in America. It wasn't that one I watched. They were mm. teaming, they were bitching, slagging the guys. And I was like, so after the match, when I was that oh, you guys, you guys were good. Really? Good to see, that must have felt good, man. Scott Steiner obviously like was unwell, like took unwell, Aye. didn't he, just recently? So. Aye, the impact. So hopefully he was he a bit happens. unwell at that weekend and day two. Aye. Aye. Hopefully he gets well soon. But um, he, I mean, uh, there seemed to be a lot of people coming out and being like, oh, he's a fucking lovely guy, Scott Steiner. Oh, he's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. He's nice to what shows do you want to promote before we wrap this up? What's right, coming yeah. up? What's coming right. up? What tickets are you selling? Sell tickets. Well, there's no shows on this weekend that I know about. No, there's no. Oh, there is. There's the Adam Maxted show at the Pavilion. Uh, no, I, I heard that get cancelled because of the virus. Anyway, we'll tell you what is happening. Greenock on uh, March 28th. Greenock, Greenock Town Hall. Hall. I can't say anything better about the crowd in Greenock. So excited. The shows are, are, are they, the, show, the shows. Am I not booked for that? You told me you can date, you had a thing with your agent, you'd let oh, me know, no. and eventually you just fucked about that much. I just done a poster with you. Well, I will be in... Airdrie. I will be in Airdrie. Airdrie's a big one, Breaking Limits, it's the anniversary. Airdrie's it's an anniversary show, Breaking Limits. And still tickets for sale for that? Greenock, Airdrie, yep, for Edin Barton on May the 30th, and Barton's a good crowd. I'll try to get him back there for ages, but we are just unlucky with that one, isn't we? Mm-hmm. Right. Seem to have I know, there's always something. Get out to these shows. They love them down there because of the River City days. Listen, get out to these shows, because, listen, the family shows are fucking brilliant. The family shows are brilliant. PBW has got something for everybody, because you've not only just got the family style stuff, you've got guys out there that are wanting to make an impression to Ross as well, so they give you that indie match so there's people out there that right. you know mm-hmm. that, that, that like their you know that like it's their wrestling it's not ICW but it's no, no. holiday party no it no, definitely yeah, yeah. it's, you know it's, it's, it's PBW it's it's own thing I, it definitely it's is it definitely I've got is. a fine blend of what I want and, and maybe one day I'll, I'll uh, get the heavyweight title Ross before maybe we one day I'll get the one more hang Ross before we wrap up you're doing YouTube videos about your metal detection. Oh, why would you talk about this? Come on. Which are bro- we're brilliant. We need to talk about this. Yeah, so we would start with this today. Aye, come on. <laughs> they're brilliant, <laughs> these the videos. They're brilliant, these videos. So, so tell us about, tell us, first of all, right, right. tell us about the whole metal detector. And how did you get into it? Right, sounds cool. Used to date with my dad. Uh, when I say date with my dad, I got a metal detector, we were into it and all that, and he would take mm-hmm. me down to the local park and we are just digging up cans of juice all day, right? But we had a great time, Aye. right? So obviously, it was not really secret backstage. Like, you know, I got myself in a bit of, I kind of, I, I wasn't coping too well when I lost my dad and all that. Yeah, reality is, I should probably have took some time away, but... I don't know. I would say is like, oh, can know. I take time away? It's money. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, aye, but aye, no, exactly. But I, I don't get sick pay. Nobody, exactly. Nobody, nobody does my shit for me. But aye, but more positive. The metal detector. We started doing it, 
And then it st- I started realising I was like, well, yeah, see if I'm out doing this, I'm I'm no I'm no sitting in the house like I'll just have a beer or whatever the hell it is, do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm, and then it kinda went for there, and then the more and more I get into it and all that then. Does it clear your mind? Oh I mean it, boys, it is brilliant, right? Yeah. And it's canora virus, is that it? I, it's canora virus proof. Like, because you're going to isolate. I'm out in a fucking field in the middle of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Every, everybody gets put in lockdown. She's later, I'm over with a tent. She's, she's at the other end, lads. Do you know what I mean? That's don't even need toilet paper. Stick my ass in the river. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Point is, um, aye, so it started going well and then actually started getting, finding some stuff. Um, I can't believe the fucking things you found. Well, the, the big one was I found a, a gold uh, Saxon sword pummel. Right? And then, um, oh. aye, and it's. Describe what that is. Basically, it's a decorative sword. bit that goes in the bottom of a sword handle, but it's for probably about the 8th century. Saxon. 8th century? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it might. That's <laughs> before Jesus, is it not? No, no, no. no, it's eight, <laughs> no. Like 800 after. I, oh, I got yeah. close. I've got, I've got an, a, a kind of exclusive for you guys, but I right, think by the time this goes out, mm-hmm. it won't be an exclusive, so call it away. <laughs> but um, I, had to, I had to go to the museum hand that in. No, I think I'm getting a reward for that. I'll half it with a farmer. But I don't know. I, like, I don't know. I just want to. How I'm much are you talking? The, uh, 20, 40 grand. Fuck me, man. For that. And it's going to be in a museum. You don't need the pavilion. What? You don't need the pavilion. <laughs> don't need it, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since then, I Robert the Bruce Silver Coin in the same what? farm. What? Robert. What? Well, the good thing is that the taxi was before I started filming it, and then my, my missus Lucy, she's into all the filming and, you know, this mm-hmm. bit acting and what's not. And uh, she was like, oh, why don't we kind of film a wee thing, put a wee video together for fun? And then it was quite well received. Which is brilliant. And, and the video's brilliant. The first one I'd done was actually the one where I found that Robert the Bruce coin, the very first video. So I was right. like, perfect, right? Aye, like, any problem is, every time I went out trying to do a video, I wasn't finding the fuck all. And I was like, I can't follow up on that with finding, aye, aye, finding aye. an old car key. You know? yep, yep. <laughs> um, but then, check this out, boys. Just last week, was it last week with David? Aye, late last week. Um, I've went out and I found my first Roman coin. You're joking? Nah, yeah, silver yeah. Roman coin Beautiful. in the same fucking farm that I found the Saxons. So the Saxons, eighth century. Robert the Bruce is fair, uh, the thirteen hundred Saxons, like seven hundred, right? This Roman coin, see the emperor on it. He's for uh, Ant- Antonius. I can't even pronounce his name Aye. right. But he's for the year like one hundred and thirty to one hundred and sixty. Amazing. So check this out. Chances are, his, when he came into power, right, he was I don't know thirty forty. Right? He was probably born around about eighty ninety something like that. Aye, aye. So his parents and grandparents were alive when Jesus was alive, man. That's how far back. Got in That's unreal. And, and, and did he film it? It was filmed and it's going out tonight. <laughs> yeah! That is amazing, man. So it'll be out by the time this yeah, airs, it'll be out. And what's the, what's the YouTube channel? I was called? Fight was Fiends. Fight was Fiends. Oh, man, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, 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 I was I've like, not seen it yet, I'm going to watch it tonight. I remember you tweeting out about it and I watched it late at night. I was sitting watching it, I was going, this is fucking magic. This, this I just be, enjoyed it. I should be on yeah. fucking the BBC uh, Scotland channel. Uh, mm-hmm. I would, I'd, I'd watch this, do you know what I mean? Right, so Fight Was Finds is where we can find us. On YouTube, aye, aye. And people should watch it because it's really, really aye. good. And I would man. appreciate it because see the passion I've got for this aye. is like, I'm still passionate about wrestling, it's my first love, do you know what I mean? Aye, but aye, aye. the passion I've got for this now is like on par with the passion. See the trait young boys that done my Larbert show last week and they fucking buzzing. That's that's what I'm like with that, do you know what I mean? And, it keeps and it's played a massive part in me getting back on track. Just aye, with my and it's a connection with your dad as well, isn't it? It's a connection with your dad as well, you know what I mean? And Which the stuff is... I'm finding, he would have lost his mind, so... Amazing, yeah, brilliant. Good, well, listen, mate, thanks so much for coming on the show. We'll get you back again at some point. Oh, right? Just to it, talk Sorry, I missed one because I was at poster and <laughs> we lose. Like, they're getting you pelters and that. No worries, no worries. No, it'll be good to get you back, mate. Um, brilliant, thanks for coming in. Aye, and, cheers, uh, I remember you years ago when uh, you were on the very first series of Burnliston. You know, as well, was that the you Jesus one? Aye, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so thanks a lot for coming in, man. Ah, cheers, Thank you. Thanks.
Let's right. wrap up a show, Gredo. It has been a pleasure to see you alive and well. Your lungs are still functioning. The coronavirus hasn't quite settled into you yet. Well, it's Dublin by the day. It's Dublin by the hour. I don't know if it's technically Dublin by the hour, but mere folk are getting it. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't find it funny. Um, so just everybody out there, obviously, I mean, as I've spoken before, I'm a big particular one for touching my nose. Um, and my gob, but uh, I just want to. And his boys, by the way. But and my boys, um, but just everybody, take care. Um, do you think WrestleMania will get cancelled? I think there's a good chance that WrestleMania will get uh, cancelled. Aye, I do think there's a good chance WrestleMania will get cancelled. Um, which would be just fucking Scotland's luck, wouldn't it? If fucking That's WrestleMania what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Just our fucking luck. Um, well, let's wait and see what happens. I'm sure that Vince will date anything he can, not to fucking cancel it. You know what I mean? Vince will. How, imagine them having it behind closed doors. I think there's a possibility they would maybe have it behind closed doors, which oh would be fucking God. fascinating, wouldn't it? But we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens. We'll see how it kicks off. Listen, folks, stay safe. Um, stay wash your hands. Don't leave the house. Don't Apart from Saturday, go to uncles. Oh well, don't actually because it's set out. So out. Um, but my show hasn't set out yet. Get your bodies down there. And uh, I, as I say. It's going to be a really entertaining afternoon of wrestling and I'm sure we're going to have a wee bit of review on it on next week's show, which I'm sure you can't wait for. Aye, and if, and if we're all self-isolating by that time, we'll find out a way to do it somehow. I'll we'll date and Skype. We'll Skype for us. Listener of the week. I'm going for John for the Shops. John for the Shops, because that name's brilliant. Aye. Right, John for the Shops, you are the wrestling daft listener of the week. Thanks for listening, everybody, and stay safe, stay healthy. 11! Don't infect your granny. Up the road! 11! Up the road! It's yourself! It's yourself! Here you